Guys, make sure to check out Born Legends Management's Midwest Cookup, happening November 17th at 9 p.m. at a venue listeners of the show probably know and love, your private bar in West Des Moines. If you want to see some of the hottest producers here in the Midwest, as well as provide connections for all artists alike, this won't be an event you want to miss. But wait, there's more. We're going to be having a family turkey raffle, as well as a special prize for the winner of the beat battle. Remember, come swing by your private bar on November 17th at 9 p.m. And make sure to give Born Legends Management a follow in the meantime. See you there. Trying to find a next spot for a show or event? Look no further. You know them. You love them. Stutterbox Productions is here to help. They always have an excellent team that is always busy and in motion behind the scenes in the Midwest. And they have plenty of shows lined up. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Stutterbox Productions' Facebook page for all of your needs today. Guys, what's up? This is the Stars Podcast. I'm your host, always Cole McAllister. Um, doing a super solo episode today. Um, it is early in the morning. Molly's sleeping. Um, I'm recording this last minute because I'm a piece of shit. Um, no, I had a I had an episode scheduled um, previously, but I just had a bunch of personal stuff come up and um, didn't think that it would be you know because there's just sometimes where I just I have whatever happened during a day and I, I really have to judge it to be like, okay, um, is this going to be a good episode that I'm going to put out or is it going to be a shit episode? I'm going to put my ringer on case. Oh, Cause Molly's sleeping right now. She's sleeping right above me. So I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be a little quiet. I'll tell you for this podcast. So this is a little toned down from what, uh, you guys are used to, you know, the edgiest podcast, the edgiest podcast in Iowa. The JRE of Iowa, as we've been coined. Although I don't, I don't like even like using that. I mean, I do, but like I, I do because it sounds cool. But I don't know. I don't even like really listen to Joe Rogan that much anymore. <laughs> I really don't. I haven't watched the last like five of those Protector Parks because I don't give a shit. It's like that new uh, Bobby Kelly, um, the Regs. I like. I had to stop listening to that one too because it, it gets to a point where, um. Like, I, I feel like there are just, there's some people, they make it, and they either can stick to themselves, stick to their nature, because they understand that's what got them there, or they just try to put on this, like, face, and they try to, like, oh, I have to do this, I have to, like, be this way. And the two leaders of both those podcasts kind of seem to be kind of in that. I mean, I'm saying that right as someone with, like, 300 subscribers on YouTube, like, small potatoes compared to these fuckers like what what do i you know who am i talk right but i'm still entitled to my opinions um but yeah so i mean some of the things i've been um i just thought i would i would thought i thought i would kind of just tune everybody in on some things that are going on behind the scenes i've been mentioning kind of in the beginnings of the ads <sighs> um some of the stuff's kind of happening with that god i gotta cut back my smoking um but we have two new podcasts that we have started here at the McAllister studio. Um, and it's been kind of, it's been a lot. I won't even lie. Um, I do, um, use my AI slaves, uh, <laughs> to, uh, edit these shows, which, uh, is a topic we're going to get to in a little bit. But, um, you know, one of the things that, um, kind of just drove me to do this, you know, and we, we, I think I've mentioned it in both of those podcasts, but, 
Um, the Unhinged and Uncensored podcast, Lola Savage, uh, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Um, so tomorrow, 2 p.m. Um, this and the one coming up will be our third episode that comes out. And you know, it's been uh, a surprisingly quick, um, you know, turnaround in terms of like being able to find our voice and being able to like find that, um, that. I mean, and we've had practice with the podcast, you know, him coming on my podcast, sure, so I think that kind of helped um, grease the wheels a little bit, but um, it's just been, a, it's been a really, an extremely quick start to, like, having a flow down, having a, you know, knowing what we do, um, having that all down, so um, I highly recommend everybody go check that out. It's, you know, the title's Unhitched, Uncensored, so you thought this was wild, that's like, you know, if you ever have seen Lolo on an episode, you know how it goes. Um, when he comes through, um, the second podcast that we have, um, the guts and gore podcast. Um, and that's something that I, I, I've been talking about with Molly for a while. Um, we originally had podcast called, um, the Tuesdays with movies podcast. Um, and that kind of ended up being too derivative, I think. And we kind of, we wanted to do like everything, like every kind of movie we had, like, Basically, we made a list of, like, our top 20 movies, um, and we just decided to kind of go through those. So, that's what we've been doing um, with that, and uh, we just put out our third episode, Trick or Treat, which didn't really, you know, it's kind of weird. The first two episodes got a lot of reception, but this one kind of um, didn't. Maybe it's not as well-known as I thought it was, but um, that podcast has been taking off um, surprisingly well, um, like, 10 times better than I thought it would. Like I I was expecting that podcast to do shit. That was that was kind of like like the Lolo podcast has been one that I was more focused on like okay, we got like like this is the one that's going to make it, right? And then the Guts and Gore is kind of just that was more like for fun me and Molly, right? Just you know, we're dating. We like to talk shit to each other, we like to roast each other. Um and it's kind of a it's kind of a good way to relieve the tension, I feel like. <laughs> You know, anybody that's having, not that we're having relationship issues, but anybody that is having relationship issues, uh, just start a podcast with your partner <laughs> and just unload into each other for an hour. Um, it might help. You know? <laughs> you know, it's weird. I always used to think, um, like, uh, it's it's always sunny cast. How, uh, you know, everybody knows Charlie and the Waitress are, um, you know, married in real life. And I always wondered, I was always like, how do they, like, stay happy? with each other when they're like just treating each other like shit on set but you know in hindsight i kind of look at it now and i'm like that probably relieves a lot of tension actually that probably is you know why the relationship has been so strong because like they could almost because you know you're in a relationship you get upset with your partner at times you know that like if you're in a relationship you're not getting upset with your partner you have a problem um because like to live with anybody for any period of time, you're going to run into things where you're just like, you're, you're going to get, you're going to get each other's nerves and you're just going to, you know, so it's, it's good to get into that. It's good to get into that. Um, for us, I feel like just kind of, you know, roasting. and you know, we also talk about one of our favorite subjects, horror films, right? Um, you know, I've been an avid, like, I remember the first, horror film I, I really um immersed myself in was um the sh- actually no this was like the first horror film i ever watched i think yeah i think it was the first one i ever watched was shining and in hindsight it's it's, it's amazing that i was even allowed to watch this i was I, I think i watched it like 
I think it was like 13 or 14. Um, and my parents just, I guess they just have remembered it not being that bad. So, um, and I was reading Stephen King. I started reading Stephen King at the time. And so they were kind of like, yeah, because I grew up in a really, you know, I've talked about it before. I grew up in a really strict household. Um, a lot of censorship when it came to, you know, the media I was consuming. So, yeah. So I remember like that movie just really struck me. And I've just, I've always been a fan of horror. Um, but it's not, it's weird. It's not really until recently that I really have kind of been thinking like, you know, I really, like I said recently on a, um, infamous goats, like I think it might be my favorite genre of film, even though I don't like putting films into genres. Uh, I really don't because I think a great film encompasses every genre. Um, so I think it's kind of limiting in a way when you were like, okay, we're going to make a comedy. We're going to make a drama. We're going to make a horror. It's like, why don't you just make a film? Like, make a film, tell a story, um, and then figure out what it is later. Or try to make a story that adds all these elements. Like, that would be my um, recommendation to approaching a film. But, um, what? Excuse me. Before we get into the meat of this episode... Um, one more thing I wanted to talk about was the Crown Crusaders. Um, this whole project has been um, postponed uh, f- longer than I wanted to. Um, a lot of that's due. I won't even lie. A lot of that's just due to me being a lazy piece of shit. Um, I won't even lie. I've been that. <laughs> I've been like that since the beginning. Um, Sorry. <laughs> um, but no, I, I really am. I do really have the goal of at least getting a majority of the writing done um, by the end of this month. And, you know, there's just, I mean, I've said a lot of times, a lot of it's really just comes down to the money. Um, and some people have generously donated, and that's been awesome. Um, but we need more. We need more. Um, what the fuck, cat. So uh, if you need to, or, you know, if you want to, donate to that and you know see that project become a reality i would um highly recommend checking that out um and checking out that link in the description to donate that cat really threw me off fucking lucifer we're about to get another one of these motherfuckers too now we're gonna have two cats whining outside the door okay nah he'd be fine if he whines one more time i'll let him in um but yeah, I mean, so for those who don't know, Crown Crusaders, it's a um, short film that we are currently trying to work on, where uh, Kim Reynolds, uh, we have a superhero, uh, two superheroes, two like stoner superheroes, and one has like a coming of age story, one's already established, um, and then they fight Kim Reynolds, who's the main villain. Um, but I don't know, I mean, this rewriting process that this may get shortened, I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen, um, because budget, budget is a concern. Um, I want to say, cause I originally put down that we would have this done in April of 2020 or 2023, sorry, April 20 of 2023. Um, that's definitely not going to happen or, or 24, I should say. Um, so, so April 20, 20 of 24 is our original date. God damn it. These fucking animals. All right, guys, we'll be right back. Guys, we're back. Um, don't get animals. <laughs> If you if you want to start a podcast, don't get animals. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so um, please donate to the Crown Crusaders. That's something that we really need help with um, funding 
and you know i'm probably gonna be putting it forth a lot for that um and yeah so please 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 don't do that um so that's really all we got going on here at the mccaster studio right now um a lot well not i shouldn't say that's only stuff i'm a lot of stuff three podcasts a week um i don't know how i'm gonna do that <laughs> i'm not fucking gonna do that um and then we have you know a film that we are also trying to produce so we'll see how those two ideas merge um <laughs> we'll see we'll see how it happens we'll see what happens guys this episode this episode should just be called we'll see what happens <laughs> or coleman's coughing um yeah, so one things one of the topics I want to cover today as we as we I'm I, I'm so rusty on these solo episodes, guys, I apologize. Um this the AI. The AI phenomenon that is slowly getting crazier and crazier and crazier. Um I have indulged myself a little bit because I'm making a little more money. I was like, okay, I'm gonna you know, spend it because <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. Um, and I was like, okay, um, I'm going to try some of these AI apps and it's wild, man. Cause I, I've been, I've been like fiending on it for a while. Like ever since that technology's come out, I've, I've found myself more on the positive spectrum of it, which is surprising for me. Like, I feel like I would have been like, if you haven't seen, if you had asked me five, 10 years ago, I'd been like, yeah, this is the doomsday. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, t- I've, tended to think that um it's not gonna gain consciousness it, like the probability is very low anyways um and it's probably just gonna remain a tool and that's gonna be a challenge there's gonna be challenges associated with that for sure but i don't think that's doomsday um however i think it is crazy the kind of things that you can do i mean with uh, I mean, okay, so here are two things I've been um, finagling with. One is, um, I think it's Kaiber, K-A-I-B-E-R, Kyber or something like that, um, dot AI or dot whatever. Um, but that is an AI that, it, it what it does is it takes, it takes music and images and creates, like, basically, like, animated, re- like, films of it um and you know it's not perfect like that's kind of the thing with ai that's a little um at least at at this current time is a little hopeful is that's not perfect like you can always kind of tell that it's ai um and that's good um that that we can tell when we start to not be able to tell that's when it's a problem um but i mean it's it's weird right because the artist to me I guess the artist in me is conflicted. It's conflicted because I see the potential, right? You look at this technology and you're like, oh my God, like the, the amount of artistic ingenuity that this can create is amazing. Um, like what it can do, like the, the, the worlds it can create, like on a screen, like things that, you know, it took the most sophisticated artists that cost however much money to do. I mean, it's now being done by a computer. And I mean, I don't know. I guess when it comes to like the whole, you know, like the strike and all that, when it comes to artists being devalued, um, I guess it kind of, it sounds flippant 
and it makes me sound like an asshole, but like suck it up. Like technology is going to be there, right? Technology is going to continue to create and, and that's going to displace people. And we as humans, the reason that we have always thrived through history is because we adapt. Um, so adapt. I mean, that's, that's all we can do. That's why like, instead of me sitting here and like riding up against the pocket, you know, riding up against AI, I've actually used it for myself. I've used it for this podcast. I've used it for, um, creating this art in my own free time. Um, and it's wild. It's just, it's, so I guess there's that aspect of it, right? Where I'm kind of just, I don't really have much sympathy for, um, and then there's the aspect of, well, am I even really being an artist at this point? Like, right? Like it, cause it's almost like you're just a, like a gamer, which I know people can make the argument that that's art. I mean, gaming is art, but like actually playing the game, like there's a difference in creating the game and playing the game, right? Like I think creating game, creating the game is being the artist, like putting in the graphics, putting in the story, all that, like that's you being the artist. But playing the game, I don't think if you play a game that makes you an artist. I think that's crazy. That's a ridiculous correlation. Um, and I kind of have had the same thought with AI. Like, is me putting in prompts to create something, like even if it's a good idea, right? Like even like because there have been things where it's like, oh, this actually worked really well with the song. Um, for instance, right now I'm doing uh, kind of Mac Mac Miller's faces. Excuse me, which I like is I probably consider my favorite project, my favorite hip hop project made my album. Maybe of all, I don't know about all time, but like at least currently right now in the last like two years, that's been like well not longer than that, you know, five seven years. Like that's just been my my go to album. Like it's just a beautiful project. Um, so I've been kind of plugging that into AI, and what I did is I just started with the cover art. Which, if you've seen that, it's like that, um, the, you know, the the really ambiguous surrealist artwork, and then I, you know, that, um, I just took every like I just have gone through the album. I've taken every fr- like it it'll play through, it'll create the video. I'll take that last frame, put it on the next video, and then just put the next song to that, and just watch it grow and unfold. And you know, watch all the scenes change, the colors change. You can put different settings into it. And it's really cool, right? Like, I can do all these things. But there's a difference between me spending three minutes putting something into a program and me taking a piece of paper and spending eight to 20 hours making some beautiful, intricate, penciled ink sketch or whatever, right? Um, and I mean... It's, I feel like that's going to become more of a hobby. Like, I, f- I feel like it almost feels like everything that we're doing, that our generation is doing artistic-wise, it's just going to be a hobby. It's just going to become, um, like, it, like the whole idea of being able to be, like, like, for rap, for instance, right? Like, the idea of being able to be, like, an Eminem or Lil Wayne or whatever, I think that's just going to be gone. Like, that's just not going to exist anymore. I mean, if AI doesn't, you know, perfect that and you know, is able to just do that on a computer and devalue that. I mean, not, even if that doesn't happen, like it's just going to get to a point where the internet just produces so much content that it's, it's like Andy Warhol said, you know, fame is going to be reduced to 15 minutes. Like I, I truly believe we're there. We're there right now. 
and doing these creative endeavors, you know, either for me or like other people, it almost kind of seems like an endless trap, not even a trap, just like an endless, like everybody's going to think that they're going to achieve those spots of like Drake or Lil Wayne or whatever. Like everybody's going to have that dream and nobody's going to make it. And like fewer and fewer and fewer, fewer people are going to make it. And I think it's going to displace a lot of people. It's going to displace a lot of people in our generation. Like there, I, I feel like this generation is just a dreamer generation. You know, my generation, younger generations, they're dreamer generations. They, they want the, they want the glamorous, right? Um, I mean, whether or not they're willing to put in the work or if they know how to get there, I, I just don't think it's going to be available. Anyways, this is a long tangent. This is the podcast. Right? This is the Macau Stars podcast. The Edgy's podcast <laughs> in the Midwest. Um, but yeah, and then the other thing is just like create, like the ability to create images, right? Um, to just like tell AI, hey, make this photorealistic image. And I mean, it, it, it can essentially create porn. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, even on the apps that like do not have, like have all the sensors, have all the filters, you can still fucking do it. You can get around it. Um, and it's, it's wild, man. It's weird. It's weird. Um, seeing someone spread their pussy and like have four arms and three legs. Like, it's just, it's, it's weird. It, it wasn't, it wasn't even like gratifying in any way. It was honestly just like me playing with it. It was just like, not with myself, (laughs) like me playing with the AI. It just, it got to a point where you're kind of unlocking your fan your inner fantasies and your trenches of your mind and it kind of takes you to a place that's uncomfortable and you're like i don't want to be here um i want to be grounded in reality and i think that's i mean this goes into like vr and ai or whatever but like um like just kind of when you (laughs) when you like kind of get into that place with ai where you're really just letting your mind wander with it um it's kind of scary it's a little untethered and um it's freaky man and and i mean not even about that like just think about like um people's getting their identities taken and using for like you know like plugging somebody's face into like a porno right or like into whatever like whatever kind of type of situation um and just be like framing people or like whatever you know like any like anything in the realm with that it's just i i it's not something I've really thought about until I've actually sat down and played at the AI and I'm like, Oh, this is really, truly, um, crazy. It's it, like at this point already, it's crazy how close it's getting. Um, so that's where we're at people. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. How do you feel about it? Drop in the comments. Um, so yeah, the last thing I wanted to talk about, um, and then we'll wrap it up here is this, uh, inquisitor three guy. And I kind of went into this thinking because I didn't really get the full story. I kind of just got clips and snippets on reels and TikTok and whatever um, about this guy. This So this TikToker apparently killed himself on live stream. Uh, he was a cosplayer. He did like the ghost character from Marvel Warfare 2, which for people like me who fucking grew up with that campaign, um, they know that shit for sure. Uh so yeah, it was uh, like at first I thought he was actually um fucking with minors and then 
from that I was I was kind of shocked that like people were like mourning him. I was like, what this guy was a fucking he was dating a seventeen year old. But it actually it turns out that the seventeen year old and two other people were um trying to frame or trying to frame him for uh being like fucking with a minor. And the seventeen year old he and her had been talking for a long time. Um and she was lying about her age and uh he even, I guess, he even had in his profile that he, he, like people under eighteen don't message me. Um, and so it's it's a weird territory, right? Um, first of all, it's sad. I, I, because here's the thing. I like being involved with a minor as an adult is like one of the most disgusting things in my mind. Um, that a person can do, and frankly, I have my own opinions on how that should be handled. Um, that are pretty bad, but, um, but you know, I, I, and that's why when the inverse happens, right. When you have someone who is innocent of something like this and then they get framed for it, um, how much of a toll that has and how sad that is when that happens. Um, especially in this weird, weird world we live in, <sighs> right? Because like, you know, because the thing about the age of consent, right? Like it's it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna start saying that it's good that we have an age of consent. It's good that um, we have a mark at 18 where you can't, you know, have sex with people over 18. At 18, you can't do drugs. You can't um, buy houses. <laughs> you know, whatever. Like it's good that we have this line in the sand, and I think that should be a firm, not even a line in the sand, like a concrete fucking strip, right? Like it, it like it, nothing should cross that point, right? Um, but then you cut you, I mean, but here's the problem, right? When you, when you, every time you, and this is inevitable, when you put up a line, that's going to get fetishized, right? So then you're going to have, uh, we're going to have all this 18 year old porn and people that are, you know, really close to on either side are going to gravitate towards that. Um, and unfortunately I, I wonder if these newer generations are just kind of going to hijack that at some point, right? Like, I, I don't know. It's weird. I, I, I work with kids, right? I, 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 I like my job right now, which I'm about to be done with forever. Um, like I, I take portraits of kids basically for the yearbook. Um, and like kids are just different now. Like they, they, they dress different, right? They like, it's, it's, it's weird. It's uncomfortable. And like, they seem to be weird. I don't know. It's just, it's a weird world we live in. And anyways, so <laughs> it's fucked up. And I I do think these people should, um, I don't know. It's hard. It's difficult because <sighs> like at one point, like you almost kind of wish that people would have a little more of a radar for that kind of stuff, right? Like, if you're 23, like, if I was a 23-year-old, I wouldn't have even been fucking with an 18-year-old. I, like, maybe 19, maybe 20. I guess I guess it can be tough when it's virtual to tell how old they really are. Because, I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, um, you know, people aren't necessarily fully mature at 18, right? So, you kind of, and, you know, the other way, right? People, some people are fully mature at 16. Um, so, it's, it's wild to you know, kind of, 
don't know. Like, if you don't know, right, it can be kind of, it, it's, it can be kind of hard to judge. Um, and, you know, like I said, like, you should err on the side of caution every time, right? Like, I would hope that, I, like, if I was, like, I wouldn't even find myself in that situation, right? Or that most people wouldn't even find themselves in that situation. So there's something to be said for that. But ultimately, it is sad that, you know, it's sad that he took his life. It's sad that it got to that point. But I, I guess to take away from this, I, th- I think the thing that people should just take away from this more than anything is just be careful. Be careful and, like, you know, the regular mental health. Keep everybody's, you know, look out for people. Keep everybody's, keep your mental health in check. You know, that's something I need to fucking work on. I've been, you know, not doing well on that. But, uh, you know, it, it's hard. It's hard in this day and age to do that. Especially in, you know, 2024. Fuck. You know, 2024 is around the corner. And you know that's just going to be a shit year. It's going to be tense or with people, with family. Um, You know, it's I haven't been to politics lately, but I'll probably get right back into it. Um, When 2024 hits, I'll probably be right back in that cycle because every time that happens, I just get I'm into it. I'm sucked in. Uh, guys, Cow Stars Podcast. This is kind of a shorter episode today. I apologize for that, but um, yeah, like I said, just had some shit go down and uh, couldn't couldn't make the episode happen. But we'll get him back. <clears throat> I never want to announce the guest that I'm going to have on in the future because I'll I'll look back on some of those episodes that I did, you know, one through fifty, like you know, three years ago, <clears throat> and I'm like announcing the next episodes. And like I remember one like one episode I announced like the next three guests. <laughs> and I was like none and I was just thinking like none of those people showed up. <laughs> like not a single fucking one showed up. Um, gotta love it. Gotta love podcasting. Uh Macastars Podcast every Monday at two p or seven PM. Uh check out the website Macastars.com. Check out the Patreon where we have exclusive behind the scenes content. I need to start posting there more. Maybe I should fuck. Maybe I should just like do solo episode after this and just post a patreon for that get on that schedule um also we have the unhedge uncensored podcast every tuesday at 2 p.m and we have the guts and gore podcast every thursday at 2 p.m so go check those out um also please donate to Con- uh, Con crusaders um that's gonna be the shit when that comes out so check that out all right peace have a good night everybody